Hello my unapologetic beauties, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, hosted by yours truly, Natalie Nadine. Unapologetically Her is a podcast created to not only tackle all things female and urban pop culture, but to empower, embrace, and educate the women of today's society. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Her, the podcast that's for her by her. And y'all, I'm sorry if I sound a little tired. My voice sounds a little deeper than usual. I'm giving you that Tony Braxton. Okay, no, let's not do that. We both sound like Phony Braxton and that ain't cute. But welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Her. I'm your host, Natalie Nadine. And for today's episode, we'll be talking about releasing yourself from mental slavery. Now, a couple of days ago, earlier in the week, I posted an IGTV video for the month of May. Usually I have these videos for the vibe of the month. I missed April, but I want to come back strong for the month of May. And I decided to talk about releasing, release. According to Merriam-Webster, the definition of release is to set free from restraint, confinement, or servitude, to relieve from something that confines, burdens, or oppresses. The concept of releasing has been a major factor in my life this past year. And when I mean this past year, I really mean the pandemic year. I feel like we've had two different kind of years going on. I seem to fixate on the concept of releasing every time Ontario goes into another wave. If you're not from Canada, if you're not from Ontario, pretty much every time our government decides to put us under lockdown, like the whole province, is under some type of prison confinement. I don't know. So we're in our third wave. Child, let's hope we don't go for a fourth. Anyways, when I think about releasing, what releasing means to me is ridding my mind, my space, my aura of all things negative, of all negativity. Ridding my space of things that no longer serve me, stuff that I would consider a waste of space. Now, there are many ways in order for you to release. One of those ways I like to promote a lot is a social media cleanse. And I find this to be a very important thing to do. Like myself, I know most people are on social media, have some kind of addiction to social media. Maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's Twitter, maybe it's even YouTube. But regardless, I would say at least... I'll go at 75, 80%. You do have those few who are just like, I'm not for social media. I'm not about this. But at least 80% of us who are addicted to social media, but don't really see the effects that social media has on us. I like to promote a social media cleanse. For me, I do this every couple months, even weeks, where I go through my follower list. And I'm like, who am I following? Why the hell am I following you? What are you doing to better me? What are you doing to serve me? And it's not that I'm being selfish, but it's the fact that are you spewing negativity on my feed? Every time that I go onto Instagram or Twitter, do I end up feeling bad about myself? Do I end up thinking about myself in a way that I probably shouldn't? I suggest and I encourage a social media cleanse. Go through your followers list unfollow those who do not bring positivity to your feed unfollow those that you do not learn from unfollow those who 
there's just no purpose of them being on your page. And not only do I unfollow people, I remove followers. Oh my gosh, for some reason that felt so liberating. If you go on my personal Instagram right now, I went from over 800 followers to 450, I think I'm at right now, because I removed a lot of accounts. I'm like, why are you following me? You look creepy. This account hasn't been active. Child, you could be a stalker for all I know. Remove, remove, remove. It felt so liberating. There's some people who are like, you don't need to know what goes on in my life. I don't care if my profile is open, whatever the case may be. I'm not going to block you because I'm not in that space. But I will sure damn remove you. So I suggest go on a social media cleanse. Another thing I would recommend, switch up your media intake. And what I mean by that is pay attention to the music that you listen to. What TV shows do you watch? What movies do you watch? Maybe what podcast do you listen to? <laughs> but just don't click off with this one. That's all I'm saying. Switch your media intake. I find a lot of people, sometimes their mood, the way they see things, the way they behave, can stem from certain medias, even video games. And we always hear, oh, Video games are the cause for the rise of violence and, you know, carjacking or this and that. Yes and no. My thing is, is that if you have these younger kids playing these games, explain to them that it's just, it's just a game. This is not real life. What they do in the video game, they better not go out in the street and do it because if the police call my phone, we're going to have a problem. Yes, 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 we will. But as we get older, sometimes we have to think about the media we intake as well. The same way it affects the younger generation is the same way it affects us. We might not notice it right away, but it does. I've had some songs on my phone as well where I'm just like, why am I listening to this? The lyrics that are degrading women, the use, the overuse of the N-word. I don't like using the, I don't like hearing the N-word in songs. I also don't like singing it. So why are we listening to it? I still have like, you know, those maybe one, two tracks where it's not as bad. But my whole phone cannot be filled with that. Sometimes we have to switch our media intake. Who are we watching on YouTube? Sometimes we adore these YouTube couples. We adore the pranks and what they do. But is this really healthy to watch? Think about it. Think about the media that you intake on a daily and how can you switch that up to put yourself in a more positive environment? What can you watch or listen to differently that once you're done, you're not looking at yourself in a certain way? You're not thinking about things a certain way. Another way that we can release is through spring cleaning. Get rid of the things that no longer serve a purpose. Get rid of the things that bring back old and maybe not so good memories. Child, I told you guys, I love a good cleanse. I love a good cleaning. I love the concept of spring cleaning. I am that cheesy person when spring comes around. Ooh, mom, let's do some spring cleaning. Let's go. Like, that's, I think, the one time I'm excited to clean. <laughs> because I just feel like we're just getting rid of all this baggage and unnecessary things that we're holding on to. And it's just like, why are we doing this? So spring clean. Get rid of these things that no longer serve you. Clean your space. I went through a mini cleanse right now with my desk. I removed certain things. I changed up the books on my desk. 
before my books were filled with old French textbooks and dictionaries because of school. I'm like, this is not motivating. So I removed some of them. I put some of my communication books up. I've been buying some new books off of Amazon. I've been sprinkling my desk with some of my favorite CDs. You know, Janet and Shantae had to be on there. Hey. Clean your space. Get rid of the things that are not serving you. It's okay. Sometimes you have to let go of that to let go of the memory that's holding you back. Another way I like to release, child, I go through the contacts on my phone. <laughs> Sometimes you have to realize some people are not meant to be in your life anymore and that's okay. Some people are there for reasons and seasons. If they stay past a certain season, that is great. I have a friend who I've been friends with since we were in kindergarten and she's still there. I also have a friend I met four, four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. And we're the best of friends today. You already know. Shout out to my girl, Tanish. Some people are there for reasons and seasons. I've had other friends who've come and gone, and that's okay. It hurts, but maybe they weren't meant to stay there for a while. If you have these contacts in your phone that you are actually not in frequent contact with or at all, delete them. You don't want to be scrolling through your contact list and every time you see their name pop up, something negative comes with it. A negative feeling, a negative memory. Delete them and move forward. It's okay. If they're meant to be, they'll circle back and you can resave the number, child. Better yet, if they have your number, just tell them, hey, hey girl, text me, okay? Okay. Hey. Hey, Miss Parker. You know what I'm saying? One of those. <laughs> When we talk about the importance of releasing, when we release, we're throwing away a burden. We're lifting a burden off of our shoulder. We're freeing ourselves from mental slavery. Oh, that is just rude. Did y'all hear that? I'm sorry. But like I was saying, we're freeing ourselves from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our mind. Yeah, see, that was my little rendition of Bob Marley. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> Just free yourself of the burden, that weight on your shoulders. When we release the negativity, when we release ourselves from mental slavery, we can finally see what's ahead and embrace what can be. Embrace the new people coming into our lives. Embrace the positivity. Embrace that change that we needed that we didn't know that we needed or that change we didn't know that was coming. Protect our mental space when we release the negativity, the negative people, the negative things, the memories. We're protecting our mental peace, which means we are taking care of our mental health. Keep in mind, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I think this topic fits perfectly within this month. What I realized while doing, I would say doing my cleanse, doing my releasing, the negative effect, the negativity that I was holding on to, the memories, the people, the things, it was having a negative effect on my health, both physically and mentally. Now, mind you, I haven't fully released everything yet. I'm one of those people where I overthink. I really do. And I always think back to, oh, I could have done this better. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? But when you do that, that actually does not help you. It's not healthy. But I realized the more I was letting things go and releasing myself from it, the less stress I felt, 
the less tension, less anxiety, you know that weird butterfly not feeling in your stomach? I wasn't really feeling that anymore. I felt my energy come back. I felt myself wanting to interact with people again. I didn't just want to stay locked up at home. When you release, you are taking care of your health, both mentally and physically. Also, what I realized, especially during this pandemic, not so much even from the releasing, but the pandemic, life is short. It doesn't matter how much time you think you have. When God said, I, <laughs> baby girl, baby boy, time's up. Time is up. Or whatever you believe in. At the end of the day, don't think you have all that time because we are not in control. We are not in control of how much time we have. So life is short. I could either spend my time making positive memories, doing things that feed my soul, or I could think about the negatives. And I realized that's not where I want to be. That's not what I want to do. That ain't cute. I'm going to here focus on the negatives and stress myself out, stress my family, stress my mama out, stress my friends out with the same story and drama over and over. No. Life is short. Throw that shit away and focus on the positives. Stop wasting valuable time on things that are not valuable to your well-being. Stop it. Stop it. It's not cool. It's not cool, it's not healthy, and it won't benefit you in any way, shape, or form. Release. I can't stress this enough. Release yourself from the mental slavery. Release yourself from all the negativity. Release yourself from the people who are not healthy for you, the things that are not healthy for you. Release and set yourself free. I hope that you love what you're hearing so far. Stay connected by not only listening to the podcast, but you can watch the recordings on the YouTube channel, Unapologetically Her Podcast, and follow the podcast on Instagram, at Unapologetically Her, and at Unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. If you want to connect with me personally, your host Natalie Nadine, follow me at Natalie Nadine on all three social media platforms. Like I said in the first half, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Now, what is mental health? Well, according to mentalhealth.gov, it includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think and act. It also determines how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of our life, from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. Over the course of your life, if you experience mental health problems, your thinking, mood, and behavior could be affected. Many factors contribute to mental health problems, including biological factors such as genes or brain chemistry, life experiences such as trauma or abuse, family history of mental health problems. Now here's my advice to you. Keep in mind, I don't know much about this topic, so I can't really give a full episode. To be honest, I'm still learning myself. But my biggest advice, my biggest tip for you guys is to do your research. Look into the different kind of mental illnesses. Look into different resources. Look to how you can help yourself or how you can be of help to others. Do your research and educate yourself. 
don't just assume based on what the media tells you or based on personal or social biases. Do your research and figure it out for yourself. The next thing I would recommend, talk to someone. Whether it be your mom or your dad, your best friend. Sometimes we even have to go outside of our immediate family, outside of our friendships. Could be that cool auntie, could be that cousin. Heck, maybe could be that favorite teacher or maybe a really cool boss. I remember working at, I guess you could call it my last job. I worked there for eight and a half years and we had this awesome manager. I'm still cool with her till today. Shout out to Denise, you already know. Now, she was someone that we can talk to about anything. And when I say anything, I mean anything. Like she was a big sister for some of us. She was a best friend for others. She was a second mother to a lot of us. Like till this day, if we have an issue, we can call up or text Denise and be like, Denise, oh girl, I need your help. What do you think about this? Find those people that you can trust and who will give you unbiased opinions, unbiased advice, tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. If all else fails or if you feel like you need something more, seek professional help. Be real with yourself enough to know that you are hurting and when you're hurting. It's okay. It's okay to talk to someone. Don't let people talk you out of seeking help. Now, I believe I covered this when I interviewed Trey Anthony. If not, I'm going to reiterate part of her book and something that I realized it's really true. Especially in the Black community, seeking professional help, although it's becoming acceptable, we haven't reached that place of 100% acceptance. When we talk about, I want to go to therapy, were looked at and said, ain't nothing wrong with you. Child, go to church, go pray about it, go talk to God. You can talk to both a therapist and God. But we need to stop looking down on people in our community who want to seek that professional help, who want to break those general, sorry, generational curses, who want to move past the trauma, the negative memories, who want to take care of their mental health before it takes a turn for the worse. Now my final thoughts to sum up both sections, put yourself first and focus on your mental health. See what you can do on your end free of charge to create a better, more positive environment for yourself. Nothing and no one is more important than you, although no one is an island. So seek the help, but always remember that nothing and no one is more important than you. Do what you have to do. Do what you have to do to protect your peace. When I told, when I tell you, protecting my peace has been the biggest thing for me and has been the best thing for me. I'm not all the way there yet, but I'm getting there. I'm learning how to set boundaries. I'm learning to find my voice and to speak up. I'm learning how to say no when I mean no and to say yes when I mean yes. That was the biggest thing for me. And I remember either watching an interview, 
both an interview and reading a book um, from Shantae Moore. And she was saying back in the day, she used to say yes when she meant no and say no when she meant yes. Fix that. When you say no, that means no. When you say yes, that means yes. Don't let anyone make you second guess. Don't make anyone force you into agreeing to something that you don't want to agree to. If you ain't feeling it, you ain't feeling it. If it hurts them, sorry. But if it's making you better, do it. Harboring the negativity does nothing but hurt you both mentally and physically. And I'm telling you guys, it takes a toll on the body. The body is your temple. We need to take care of it. We need to cherish it. Have those spa days you just lather up. Ugh, moisturize, light a candle and inset. Erica Badu, your house, I don't know. Do something. But release the negativity and release the stress from your body. Also, last but not least, don't be afraid to take action and talk to someone. When all else fails, find someone to talk to, seek help. It's okay and it's accepted. Well, that concludes today's episode of Unapologetically Here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope that this episode helps someone, sheds light on something, makes you think twice. If you have any comments, questions, or podcast topics, hit me up on social media at unapologetically here on Instagram, at unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. Check me out on my personal accounts at Natalie Nadine everywhere. <laughs> Send me an email, contact.unapologeticallyher at gmail.com. Also, keep in mind you can listen to the podcast on most podcast streaming services also including YouTube and SoundCloud. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. Please, please take care of your mental health, not only for the month of May, but forever and always. Much love, peace. And I'll talk to you guys in another episode. Bye.